Welcome to your podcast. My name is Vanessa and you're listening to Imperfect Woman. More than 40 million adults in America only are currently dealing with anxiety. And unfortunately, 10 months ago, I became part of that statistics. Well, in this episode, I am sharing it all, all my struggles and some coping techniques that I have found useful to me. So let's get started. Oh man, anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. I hate you, by the way. (laughs) Well, according to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, anxiety, like I said, is affecting more than 40 million adults just here in America. But yet only 36.9% are seeking help. And 25.1% of children between the ages of 13 and 18 have reported dealing with anxiety themselves. Well, in case you didn't notice, last week I did not post a uh, podcast episode. And as a matter of fact, I went on my Instagram and I made a short little video on, hey, anxiety is real and anxiety can really keep you from doing things. And last week I made a short poll on my Instagram and I asked, hey, are you struggling with any form of anxiety? And to my surprise, out of Everyone who said yes, only one person said that they did not. Must be nice. I was actually really surprised, to be honest with you, to see that how many people really dealt with it. And even some of the people that responded yes to it, I'm like, really? Like, you got it so put together, though. So, um... Earlier I said about my podcast episode and how I didn't release one last week. Well, from the beginning of uh, when I started or when I decided to start a podcast, I had given myself bi-weekly that I was going to bi-weekly release a new episode. And I I, I do try to. I I do try to release an episode every two two weeks, meaning that, um, you know, like I said, last week I was supposed to release one and it didn't happen. I am actually currently trying to wrap up the whole semester at school and I'm also juggling, you know, different hats that I currently have going on, as many of us do. Um, But of course, you know, as juggling different hats and different roles, I I, I try to absolutely invest my all and my energy. And and I do want to achieve um, at all of those different roles, whether it's motherhood or wife or, you know, being a, a professional So I tried to succeed at all these fields. And when I was beginning to realize that, hey, I'm supposed to release this episode, my anxiety went out the roof. And typically when I hit this level of anxiety, my body tends to just shut down. Like it's, I call it my, my, my black box because it really does feel like I go into, I can't think. I really cannot think straight. I'm looking at things. I'm trying to function, but it's not happening. So yes, anxiety started to really creep in at that time. So my question now is, do you deal with anxiety? You know, and, and I don't mean the normal stress anxiety, but actual anxiety. It's horrible, right? 
Just to begin, let's know that there's a difference between anxiety and a panic attack. I know that a lot of people tend to confuse those. And yeah, they can definitely be some confusing words, but a panic attack is just that, a, an attack. So it's a sudden rise of fear by a potential threat, okay? So for an example, here's my example. of, of I've only had two panic attacks in my life. And the last one was when my husband and I, we went out to Cancun and we decided to go snorkeling well your girl is not a swimmer okay i can't swim swim for nothing but you know what i'm still outgoing i threw on a life jacket and i jumped out the boat and i was having a great time i was enjoying myself until i looked up and i saw the sea i kid you not suddenly i started hyperventilating and i mean (laughs) like that kind of hyperventilating and some of the staff even looked over at me and asked if i needed to go back to the boat but of course stubborn me right stubborn me and i was so determined to just calm myself down and continue snorkeling because i i was i was just determined that i was going to have a good time and i did to be honest with you now anxiety on the other hand anxiety is an intense worry and fear but it's it's slightly different so with panic attack with panic attack it comes more of a surprise so it's in a all of a sudden whereas anxiety you can start to feel it um it it's it usually starts to be very very subtle with um let's talk a little bit more about some anxieties um so one of the things is it's so important to know your actual triggers okay earlier i mentioned to you that 10 months ago i actually joined the list of anxiety to be honest with you prior to that i don't really ever remember feeling super anxious maybe like the normal but not anything out of um the norm at least what was norm to me But after having my daughter, um, I just remember having her and it was anxiety. I would, it would keep me up at night. It would wake me up. And and it was different from a panic attack because I I could, I've had a panic attack before and, and it wasn't like that, but it was just, it was horrible. And I remember going to my six week checkup with the doctor and, and telling him, hey, my anxiety really, it's, it's, it's bad. And honestly, I was expecting him to give me some type of medications. I low-key was hoping he would. Um, but he, he just said that it was completely normal, that it was just all part of the postpartum. And that at the time, my hormones were just all over the place, you know, of course, causing it to feel a little anxious. Obviously, this is a new thing. Um, so you're always um, wanting to make sure that she's okay. But also, he said that the lack of sleep. So the fact that I wasn't really getting enough good REM sleep was definitely affecting my anxiety. So this is where my journey started has it been better? No, it hasn't. It, it, it really has not gotten any better. Okay. So as a matter of fact, going back to triggers, one of the things I said is when it comes to anxiety, we have to know our triggers, avoid our triggers, but sometimes it's kind of hard to avoid them. I'll give you an example of what some of my triggers are. Okay. Anything to do with children. I can't listen to the news. I can't read articles that has anything to do with a harm or if something happened to a child or even if it's a teenage at this case. Um, but anything along those lines, I go straight into 
anxiety. It really does mess with me. I can feel it. My heart starts to race. And um, a lot of times I can either control myself, but there has been cases where I, I call it the level three. And at the level three, that's usually when I have to like either leave work or I have to leave the situation because I just can't at that very moment. A um, few times I've been at a level three, but um, so definitely know your triggers. Last week, actually, shortly um, after I even posted that video on Instagram about anxiety, I was actually waiting for my counselor because yes, I do see a counselor. By the way, all of you should go to a counselor. Counselors are amazing. They really are. Um, and I always tell people that we all do need a little bit of counsel in our lives. Um, even if you think that everything is great at the moment, do a counseling. Counseling is good for you. Mental health. Anyways, aside from that, yes, um, I was actually waiting on my counselor and I brought it up to him. Hey, you know what? Like, I've actually been super extra anxious this the, these past couple of weeks. We started digging deeper into it, and and I told him that usually the evenings are very stressful for me. And of course, you know, he dug deeper and asked why. And I was like, well, I said, you know, that's the time that you know, my husband usually comes home, and and um, I have to put the baby to sleep, and I gotta get all the homework done. And he said, okay, well, what happens if you don't do any of that? My, my immediate answer was, well, I'm going to have a horrible next day and I'm going to fail and I'm going, he said, and what would happen? Look, I don't know how we got here, but all I know is that I was able to conclude that my anxiety was risen because I had to, in myself, I had to meet the standard of a good mother, a good wife, and I had to meet the standard of a professional woman and, 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 and a podcaster and a student and a, not just a student, but a straight A student. So the fact that every evening was a reminder to me of things I did not do to achieve that title. And that's where my anxiety was rising from in the evenings. Um, Honestly, I didn't even know it, to be honest with you. I just thought, hey, I have a lot to do. I'm super stressed and everyone's in my way. Uh, but it really did come down to that, that my anxiety was just due to the fact that I was trying to meet a goal that I set for myself. I didn't even know I set that goal for myself. But know your trigger. So now I am fully aware now that I due to counseling and I, I, I was able to kind of identify that new trigger. So now I know some of my triggers as far as children, I, or at least reading the, reading anything news related with children. Um, and also the evenings I have to remind myself that I did, I have done and I did the very best I could for this day. And I have to remind myself that, Hey, I'm actually human and that's okay to too, that I didn't achieve everything and that I'm not like this is super mom and that's completely fine. So last week, that's what happened. I didn't uh, release a podcast episode because anxiety got to me, which ironic enough, I wanted to talk about anxiety, but I couldn't because anxiety got to me. So that's kind of funny, ain't it? 
Okay. So number one is definitely identify your triggers. Number two, find something that's going to help you. Remember, anxiety is all a mind thing, okay? But anxiety, it's almost like walking into quicksand. That's the way that I view it. That's the way that it feels, honestly. But with quicksand, it's not something that you expect. I didn't mean to walk into quicksand, not that I've ever walked into quicksand, but I'm sure um, it's not something that you're expecting or something that you're wanting to walk into. Same thing with anxiety. Um, but of course, with with anxiety, I have the choice, just like we do in everything in life. We have the choice to either get ourselves out of that, that, that deep um, dark hole um, or that, that spiral um, or get ourselves out with anxiety, uh, excuse me, with um, quicksand, same thing, right? You always see in the movies how all these people are like pulling ropes and, and like getting uh, branches of tree or and uh, asking friends to pull them out and they're all trying to and it's like coming up to their chest and I can't breathe anymore, that sort of stuff that we see on, on Hollywood, right? And anxiety could be like that too is we sometimes need that additional help to get ourselves out of it. So some of the things Things that are definitely recommended and very helpful is um, taking deep breaths. And I know that sounds so cheesy because I feel like every single counselor says, take deep breaths. I understand that, but it's something that just really helps. It's something that it's almost like giving your brain that restart. You know, every time we have an electronic that is just completely messed up, that's not working. Uh, we always say, oh, just turn it off and turn it back on, right? So uh, same thing with these taking deep breaths. It's just giving your brain, giving your body, giving your blood just that fresh new oxygen um, that we might need. So take those long and deep breaths. Um, another thing, another technique that some people have found, I don't find this particularly one helpful, but some, especially some of my students really love it, but it's the, it's grounding. And with grounding, this is the way that I explain it to little kids. It's just sometimes with our anxiety, it's just our thoughts that are getting away from us, right? Kind of like you putting a, put them in a balloon and, and it kind of just goes away from you. But with grounding, when we start doing the grounding techniques, you start to get the thoughts back closer to you, making you feel less anxious. But with grounding, what you would do is um, you would take, it's, it's just remember the numbers five, four, three, two, one, five. You have to name five things that you can see, okay? So for an example, right now, my five things are my laptop, the mic, the cord on my, my headphones, um, my mouse, the slippers that I have on. Is that five? One, two, three, four. Yes, five. Okay. <laughs> the next one is four. Okay, so four things that you can touch. What are things that you can touch? Maybe the chair that you're sitting on. Uh, maybe it's the jeans that you're currently working maybe you're holding um, a really soft pillow or a blanket so you'll have to name four things that you can actually feel around you three three things you can hear so if you stay really quiet what can you hear is it um, the air conditioner going on? Is it the vending machine that's around the corner from your office? Is it the baby that's crying the room next to you and you're just kind of like, oh my gosh, he woke up. <laughs> oh wait, is that just me? <laughs> so three things that you can hear. Two, you've got to name two things that you can smell. Maybe it's the perfume that you put on this morning. Maybe it's your deodorant or maybe it's your breath. Maybe it's your neighbor's breath. So two things that you you can smell 
and one, one thing that you can taste. Maybe it's that uh, mint that you just puffed in your mouth, or maybe it's that leftover pizza that was really, really good. So that is the five, <coughs> excuse me, the 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 grounding technique. And remember, it's five, four, three, two, one. Okay, so, so far we've talked about two different coping techniques that you can use to pull yourself out of that quicksand. And that could be taking long, deep breaths, um, also doing the grounding technique, um, a, a very important one that I actually recently started doing. Well, kind of, I'm trying to, to be honest with you is staying more active. Before baby, I, I was actually really active. I was always at the gym and, and you would always find me doing some form of physical activity. But of course, you know, this season of life and this new um, this new phase is, is definitely, staying at the gym is, is definitely not a priority anymore. But I have recently discovered that if even if I just go for a 25 a 30 minute walk and of course baby goes with me we because she enjoys it too we tend to just really enjoy that time and let me tell you something that happened last week actually I was at work and I started my anxiety started to really creep up a little bit and I started to just real feel my my heart race race a little bit more and um it, it, I finally got home and, and I knew what my trigger was and I, I finally got home and I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to do this. Like it, today's not going to be the day. Let me do something. So I, I put the baby in the car in, in, in her stroller and we decided to go out for a walk. And of course, you know, we were enjoying it and it was a beautiful day that day actually. And next thing you know, I, well, I tend to look down and actually, I had my my headphones in, and I was just listening to a sermon by uh, Michael Todd. And I was just walking around, and I looked down, and she, with those big old chubby cheeks, was just looking at me and smiling at me. And though I didn't stop, I did slow down a little bit, and I realized, oh my gosh, what a perfect moment in life I'm living and suddenly everything in life just melted away and it really was just her and I and I realized that everything was going to be okay so um go out and and do a walk do some form of physical activity to to get your heart racing a little bit more or maybe it might be yoga that needs something that's going to really help you stretch those muscles a little bit more and just feel more relaxed and at ease so do a physical activity okay um the fourth thing that we can always do um, when feeling anxious is listen to something notice i said something and not listen to music yes listening to music is definitely a great key it's definitely a great um technique to use but be very wise not just on music but on anything be very wise on what you listen to what we listen to is going to affect our thoughts and our emotions how do we know this we don't go to the gym listening to classical music and, and, and if you're saying well, i do hmm, interesting okay 
no judgment but i don't okay if i'm going to the gym i need some really good hype music right but if i'm trying to relax and just calm everything down a little bit i'm going to put music that's going to be a little bit more uh, mellow so when you are feeling yourself anxious listen to something for me it's always my um my, my sermons from from what like i said earlier from uh, transformation church but i have to listen to something that's going to just make me feel more at peace i have to do my prayers and meditation and and also speaking about prayers and meditation I actually picked this up from uh, one of my cousins but I was telling her about my anxiety and she gave me this little technique and it honestly it's actually really helped <laughs> but um, when we were in kid when we were in kids church growing up goodness I had to have been maybe eight nine maybe and there was one specific song Okay, I'm going to sing it for you, okay? But the song would go, cast your burdens on Jesus, for he cares for you. And then you'd repeat it all over again. But we loved that song because there was like these really cool hand movements and you'd go, cast your burdens. And everybody would flip to the side and, and clap it on Jesus. And then you'd flip, uh, flip it to the other side and you'd clap. And it was amazing. But she said, Vanessa, do you remember that song, Cast Your Burdens on Jesus? And I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah, of course I remember. I remember the hand movements and everything. She said, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, me too. Um, she was like, well, maybe you could try singing that. So I have. So now anytime that I start to feel my um, anxiety level start just like at a one or maybe like, you know, creeping up to a two, I'll start to sing to myself, Cast Your Burdens on Jesus for he cares and I'll sing it over and over and in between I take deep breaths and and um I, at the moment you know I'm thinking of my daughter and I'm thinking of of life and and just feeling that gratitude and before I know it I'm at okay and I'm at peace so maybe listening to something or sing something to yourself that's really going to help you um and the last technique that I am going to give for the day is sleep 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 remember when i went back to my doctor he actually said besides my hormones of course but he said but also it's the lack of sleep because you're not getting good consistent rem sleep then you're not your body is feeling even more hormonal and it's just not able to fully uh, perform at his, his, his top ability um so definitely get your rest rest a good eight hours of sleep more if you can't your body's going to know your body will know when to wake up your body will know if it needs more rest mine tends to mine mine tends to need more of that rest but know your triggers uh, and know some coping techniques and also don't be afraid to reach out to people reach out to someone positive that's always going to help you either makes you laugh or always brings that life back into you um, listen to something great that's more motivational careful on that negativity that's around you on, on any maybe toxic friendships so with anxiety and of course at the end of the day just tell yourself that it's oh okay and you're human and it's okay for things to not be okay right now 
Well, guys, this has been my anxiety journey. Um, every single day, I feel like I cope with it and I learn something new. Um, and all I can really say is that let's keep trying to get ourselves out of quicksand. We don't want to be that low statistic number that um, seeks help, that 369 that that seeks to help let's try to just bring that up even more and if you know somebody who is currently dealing with anxiety um reach out to them and also have them or you go and seek some form of counseling help okay and if you don't know where to find counseling help honey google Google's going to give you everything, okay? There's definitely great Google. If not, you could email me at imperfectwomanpodcast at gmail.com and I will help you. I will help you find some form of resource that you may need. Um, also, there's great podcasts out there. One of my favorite ones is called The Anxiety Coaches with Gina Ryan, which hint, hint, <clears throat> it might be a good episode next so <laughs> tune in but thank you so much for tuning with me today guys and thank you for being part of this journey i hope that today's episode has brought something positive to your life if it has help us reach more women by sharing the podcast and also leaving a five-star review not on just mine, but leave a five-star review on all your favorite podcasters. It really does make it easier to reach out and empower more women. If you would like to be a guest or have any suggestions on future topics, email me at imperfectwomenpodcasts at gmail.com. I encourage you to live your life to the fullest. We'll chat soon.